0: You are listening to Lunchtime Movie Review from LunchtimeMovieReview.com, and we are the children of the 80s. You're nerds. Nerds!
1: Nerds! Nerds!
0: nerds!
2: We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Lunchtime Movie Review. We're back again at lunchtime to talk about our favorite movies from our childhood. I'm Matt. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Patrick. And we're bringing another child of the '80s, Sancho.
1: Oh, what a do.
0: <laughs> What's up, man? Thanks for coming in and being a part.
1: Hey, thanks for having me back.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to introduce yourself at all?
1: Uh, no, that's okay. Let's just get into it.
0: Before we get started, we do have a another sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Bushnell Cameras, the silent camera that gets the shot. All Bushnell Cameras are available with zoom and pan down features.
1: Okay, what's our <laughs> movie this week? Sancho. Amelie. Nuestro película. Hoy se llama Revenge of the Nerds. Una muy de los ochentas, 1985, Revenge of the Nerds.
0: Star Wars, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Sound of Music. In the tradition of these great films about fighting back against the odds, Twentieth Century Fox presents another milestone in motion picture history. Revenge of the nerds. Nerds. Nerds.
1: Nerds. Nerds! What is a nerd? <laughs>
0: They've been laughed at.
3: <laughs> picked on. There's a roommate, pal! And put down. I'm not kissing a nerd. They don't have the moves.
1: <laughs> or the muscle.
0: You know karate? Uh, no. Good. But they've got the brains. I know what we're going to do. It's time for the
3: odds <laughs> to get evil. Their action tonight demands
0: an immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> go out, go out. Oh, no. Oh! That nerd saw me
2: naked. Nerd, <laughs> Girl, nerds as good as
1: you. Originally released July twenty. 1984, been described by Rotten Tomatoes as a juvenile sex comedy. This film is an underdog movie that does not involve sex with children at all, but is indeed a comedy. This is Revenge of the Nerds. Our story begins as two awkward and geeky pals, Lewis and Gilbert, are off to Adams College, home of the Adams, with a T. The school logo surrounding the Adams, with a T, is some sort of reference to atomic energy or nuclear fission or, well, something that looks scientific a mascot like an Adam would invoke some heavy duty science foundation or important biological research instead the most popular revered dudes on campus are the elitist athletic jocks who rule the school and just because they control the Greek council they're the beginning and the Omega of all that happens on campus Lewis and Gilbert are dropped off at Adams by Lewis's father who shares a brief heartfelt moment where he tells Gilbert that he is proud of both boys and that Lewis's father, quote, would have been proud of him. But we never find out what happened to Gilbert's true father. This is but only one of the unanswered mysteries that necessitated a franchise of four Revenge of the Nerd films. Almost immediately after arriving on campus, they are discovered and called out by one of the Vikings from the Capital One commercials. Nerds, he shouts from on high. Meanwhile, at the Alpha Beta Fraternity House, head stud Stan Gable, played by Ted, I was Richie's replacement on Happy Days. McGinley is throwing a serious bash. No frat party is complete without stair-diving into a baby pool full of beer and some random overall-clad dude spitting fire with 180-proof alcohol. The party got so rad, the entire beta house was burned to the ground. The fire-breathing burn-down created the first of many conflicts in this film. Where will the jocks live? The answer comes from the freshman dorm occupied by Lewis and Gilbert, is violently overthrown by at least a portion of the Adams football team. Not surprisingly, they are all alpha-beta men. And very surprisingly, not one of the players is black. Lewis and Gilbert then need to live on half of an indoor basketball court where they meet the likes of other nerds, Booger, Lamar Latrell, Toshiro Ka... Toshiro... These Japanese <laughs> names are so hard, you guys. <laughs> Toshiro (coughs) Takashi Poindexter and Harold Wormser After being subjected to ongoing harassment from the Alpha Betas and facing the homoerotic bondage-driven bestiality initiation session at the Alpha Beta house Lewis secures a house for the guys to live in It's a real dump The cleanup project sperms the opportunity for a wacky montage of cobweb cleaning, sweeping, and painting We also get a chance to see Lamar do some blowing Our protagonists continue to face ridicule and vicious attacks at the hand of the Alpha so they appeal to the Greek council. The council is a sham, and the nerds are left silenced. Their only hope is to become a sanctioned fraternity and organize a coup d'etat to secure the council presidency. Every single fraternity the boy's approach turns them down, with the exception of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Now, the tri are a historically black fraternity, The leader of all things Lambda is U.N. Jefferson, who's not too excited about the nerds becoming a chapter. Just before they get the boot, Poindexter points out the Lambda bylaws. According to the rules, which we all know that nerds love, U.N. must allow a 60-day probationary status for a temporary Lambda chapter. Although our heroes are not sexy like Stan Gable and Betty Childs, with their feathered hair, pop polo shirts, and leather-slash-fabric belts, they're smart. Sadly, their brains are no match for the alpha-beta brawn, and our heroes become crushed under the alpha's metaphoric topsiders. It becomes clear the guys will have to win the coveted homecoming carnival trophy to beat their nemesis. In addition to collecting a trophy, they will be able to seat their own Greek council president. Then, the Lambdas throw a party attended by UN and the Omega Moose. Of course, being an 80s movie, there has to be a party. The party is headed for disaster until Booger breaks out some aphrodisiac weed and everybody has fun, dances, and some engage in intercourse. Their celebratory high is brought to a screeching buzzkill when the Alpha Betas release several pigs that run through the Lambda house. Next, the Alpha Males add insult to injury as they intimate that the Omega Moos are pigs and they moon the Lambdas. The pig incident at the Lambda house serves as a rally cry for the newly formed Lambdas. They go guerrilla and set into motion their own offensive. Lewis and Gilbert and the others arrived at Adams College mere boys, but shortly thereafter, their lives took a very dark turn, and they were forced to take matters into their own computer-keyboard-typing, calculator-tapping hands. They set up video cameras to capture young pies in their most intimate moments and rob them of their undergarments. They unleash a fury against the very masculinity of the Adams football team by secretly adding chemicals to their jockstraps in order to scald their scrotums the lambs plan to show up strong at the homecoming carnival the charity fundraising portion of the challenge is easily won by the tri lambs since they make whipped cream pies that include a topless photo of the hottest pie Betty. as a result of manning the kissing booth for charity betty gets hotter than a stolen pistol and asks f- to get freaky with stan feeling dejected betty walks off to an elaborate room filled with waterbeds on the ground where she is seduced by lewis very cleverly and quite criminally Louis dons Stan's makeshift Darth Vader suit, and Betty believes that Louis is Stan, and he wows her with his lovemaking skills. After all, jocks only think about sports, nerds only think about sex. After Betty reaches her climax, so does the film. Gilbert and the boys draw the crowd previously subjected to a lame skit by the Alpha Betas. Fireworks kick off, and the nerds break into a Kraftwerk-inspired 1980s syntho jam that has us all feeling the groove only to be killed by Lamar's lame rap. The crowd goes wild, and the nerds reign victorious. They lavish in the sweet victory and laugh, sing, and cheer on the way back to the Lambda House. While they bask in their glory, Roseanne's husband and coach screams at his players and orders them to redeem themselves. They end up trashing the Lambda House, which is too much for Gilbert. He marches over to the pep rally that features the beloved football players and calls them out, just after he's thrown into a large water fountain. Not swayed, Gilbert presses on and confronts the entire team, grabbing the mic from the stand and away from the coach. Roseanne's husband is incensed and tries to break Gilbert's neck, only to be ordered to stop by the previously inept nerdy dean of students. Right before the coach beats the dean into nerd pulp, we hear another voice say, Hold it, coach. It's UN Jefferson, and he's got black up. He's rolling deep with some seriously big, jerry-curled Tri-Lam alumni who line up between the Alphas and the Nerds. This allows Lewis to make his dramatic speech, empowering all nerds while We Are the Champions plays in the background. In the end, such as in life, the nerds win and the pretty people lose.
0: Well done. Um, Revenge of the nerds. Classic juvenile comedy. Sex, what was the Juvenile sex. Juvenile sex comedy. Juvenile sex romp. Which a lot of, a
1: lot of pedophiles probably felt ripped off. Reading that and renting it and thinking, Push. although rapists were, I bet,
2: were all and, in and the pedophiles were obviously teased with worms are being brought into the movie because right. they thought, okay, here's the payoff.
0: There is the one scene where Wormser is in the underoos, the Superman underoos with uh, Lamar doing exercises. So there's the one scene they can they can point to and aerobics. It's called grooming. Yeah, well, he's kind of a twofer because
1: he is a child and he's a ginger. So you've got a very tight niche market that.
2: That apparently very smart black homosexuals just go bonkers over.
1: Right. Which is a good uh, good point. I'm sure you guys have it in your notes because I, I failed to bring mine today. But the, what is Lamar? Is he a nerd or is he just gay? Well, he, the, he's a nerd
0: because he's gay. The entire makeup, right. <laughs> I mean, there's the two uber nerds in Gilbert and Lewis or Lewis and Gilbert, whichever. Gilbert and Sullivan. Right. Well, I'd say there's three nerds. The
3: uh, Poindexter's a nerd. I'd put him as a solid nerd.
1: I put him as more
2: like uh,
3: autism
0: or Asperger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, just, he just seems to be heavily medicated
0: and erections hurt. <laughs> two times in this film he gets an erection and he screams. But yeah, Lamar is kind of Lamar and Booger are the two kind of interesting ones. They're not nerds. Lamar is just gay and so he's gay because he's a nerd in nineteen eighties, nineteen eighty four. Which was still it was still chic <clears throat> to pick on gay people. I mean they were but they don't pick well, on him because he's has that changed <laughs> no I mean well you can you know
1: don't ask don't tell don't don't joke
0: you find a, a, a neutral reason to pick on him and say that's why you're picking on him not because they're gay
1: oh because he's black
2: <laughs> that would be another
0: one I yeah guess. nobody went for that but it seemed everyone at Adams was
2: was older than they were supposed to be except for Wormser I mean Lewis himself was 45 years old. And like, I 30? think what happened to his dad, they don't really mention this, but if you read like the makings of, yeah. his dad hung himself while masturbating. Oh, man.
1: Autoerotic is always funny.
0: The makeup of the group of the nerds, they're not all nerds. There's a bunch of uber nerds, and then they throw in like... Uh, the foreign guy. Yeah, <laughs> Two foreign guys. Well, the foreign guy, and the, I was thinking the gay guy is the foreign guy. <laughs> no, he's a porn man. Yeah, he just goes to foreign. He's foreign places. to women. Right. The, the Japanese guy, but then Booger is really kind of a throwback to animal house, right? He'd be he'd be like Bluto. Yeah, he is Bluto. Yeah, kind of yeah, a lamer Bluto. Yeah, like a diet Bluto. He's like a low budget Bluto. Yeah. He, yeah I like, mean,
3: they're they're just odd. That's all they are. Is odd and they get But he'd be like
0: they're... Booger would be like the cool guy people want to hang out with. Hey, it's Booger. Let's hang with, right? Bring him and he's the I don't think so.
2: I think that's the dude who scratches his balls and touches your face afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah. He smells like poo. <laughs> But it, no, but it, but it is the funny, there, there is a point to what you're saying, because he does have the weed, and the other guys are so nerdy they couldn't procure weed. Or even... Ever well, yeah. not that weed's cool, but in the 80s, I think weed equals cool.
2: What about the Alpha Betas?
1: What
0: about them? What about their makeup? Yeah, they only show all three of them, right? You got Ogre, Stan Gable, Ted McGinley, the, the ultimate shark jumper. Of every sitcom ever to come out, when he comes in, that sitcom dies. You got Tim McGinley, and then you got
2: uh, some other dude. There, there's yeah. always the McGinley look-alike who's kind of in the back The dark-haired guy. Then. Yes,
0: he's the one that races against uh, Takahashi. Yes. Right, Takahashi. I can't remember his name, but yeah. And they do say his Bert. His name's Bert. I think. Yeah, Bert is a unknown
1: random crew member number six actor from the 80s. I don't know.
0: But those, those are the only same. three. They don't even get the other uh, football guys. They're, they're just the muscles. Yeah, and. and Stands Betty, who
2: Mm. I mean, you can see her ribs when she takes off her shirt.
0: Yeah, and her boobs
2: are real far apart. And she dances. She's a horrible dancer. If you watch her dance,
1: no, those are when does she dance? I think that was all before she burns down the house. See, I think the joke's on us on that one. Uh, I think it was staged. I don't think those are her real moves. I think it's a a statement against the music of the eighties. That's deep. All right.
2: We can lay this one down, though, that
0: this movie has better music than Footloose. This movie's got oh, music. without a doubt. Do You want to talk about the fact that there really was no script for this movie? Yeah, no, I did. I did see that. I that just heard that this morning. That that was uh, it was a very scant kind of outline of a script. It was there wasn't a whole lot there when the uh, described as from the makers and actors that
3: there really wasn't a plot. I can't believe that after seeing the film. (laughs) Oh, there is a
0: plot. Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds. The Nerds, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds is
1: the plot. That is it. That is it. (laughs) Well, staying staying true to form on the nerd topic. uh, If I can nerd out for a second, nerd out, please. I would say that it was pretty coherent for a movie. If they didn't do anything, I mean, it was very almost seamless. You know what I mean? They had the scene set up that they were going to do. They went. There was a natural progression of what they did. And if it was ad libbed, I think it it lends credence to how funny these people actually were
0: yeah and i don't think it wasn't that the, there was a script and there was a or there was a, a story it was that a lot of the dialogue was not scripted and a lot of the actors just kind of added stuff as they as they went they yelled nerd but supposedly the two of the lines two are my favorite one-liners in the film were both ad-libbed and that's where they they say they're talking about i think gilbert's girlfriend her name's
2: judy Judy's a nice name, Gilbert. Yeah, she's a nice girl. Big
0: deal. Did you get in her pants? She's not that kind of a girl, booger. Uh, why? Does she have a penis? <laughs> That's funny. No, that That's is cool. funny. <laughs> and then uh, Stan Gable is—he's going through, and Takahashi is somehow the towel boy for the jocks. jock. Jock boy. The jock boy is standing there, and. Now, this one
3: nerd. Oh, coach, coach. I got to find a place to live.
1: It's okay, Edward. No. Okay. you know karate?
3: know.
0: Uh, Good. Stan walks by and says, do you know karate? He says, no. Good. And then he puts his jock over his, over his head. I laughed out loud at both of those, which was two laughs more than those, A those. Fish Called Wanda. I'm sure Takahashi
2: wasn't laughing when that was put on his face for the first time. <laughs> Especially since it wasn't scripted. Right. He says, this
1: smells. (laughs) (laughs) Those are are pretty good. Those are nuggets, but I'd have to say my favorite line of the whole thing is when um, when they talked about trying to get girls for the party, trying to get dates, and and Booger says he's been combing the high schools (laughs) all week long.
2: Have any of you guys got dates besides
0: Gilbert? I do. Yeah, but that's with a guy. What about you, Booger? I've been out combing the high schools all day.
1: (sighs) That's one that I still go to. (laughs) That is a good line by Booger the other other famous lines are um when Booger asked, uh what's his name Nagasaki? what's <laughs> tak- takahashi takahashi says uh, they're trying to get the menu figured out for the for the party
0: party's important if we don't impress the chinas we'll never get in oh uh, maybe we can have robster claws. to fuck a claws. i think uh that's,
1: I think it's funny because um <laughs> That's kind of a joke that Asian people can't say ours I think that is the joke They had a lot of Asian jokes in this
2: Obviously because of Tokahashi
1: Well we had just won World War II And we were coming off the heels on that So politically yeah. I think
2: it was okay it was like 40 years right before <laughs> Except but, they missed they missed a real opportunity Well when he's doing a tricycle race They picked the Japanese guy To ride the tricycle exactly. And the only way he doesn't crash Is because he's intoxicated not believable. I mean, this is just racist up the union. Although, it is it
1: is,
0: <laughs> it is stereotypical because Asians do ride bicycles. They don't drive. That's the point. I've seen many Asian peoples
1: uh, in like Vietnam videos and stuff like that. They're on bikes. I've right. never seen a tricycle.
2: Unless there's a white guy in the back and he's hauling them somewhere.
1: Yeah, those are lickshaws?
0: <laughs> But the, I thought the story was fairly, although it was coherent, although most of it didn't make sense. For example, they finally um, they finally are able to petition uh, to be a charter member of a fraternity. So they choose the natural one, Lambda, 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 that happens to apparently have their national headquarters right in town. But yet Adams College doesn't have that chapter. There's no chapters in there. Because apparently there are no black people at Adams College. This is a running theme for '84. Was very, very few, very few black people got work in the '84. Most of the '80s. All right, all of the '80s. You're talking about the 1980s. Yes. Okay. Because the 1880s <laughs> totally and, different. And <clears throat> they and this uh, fraternity just happens to have these bylaws that if anyone petitions, we have to automatically give them a 60 day probationary period.
1: I got kind of a veiled uh, joke out of that. Kind of a a, a thumbing. At- at the nose at, at black people, as if they couldn't read. You know, the literacy joke.
0: Oh, right. It was very subtle. Though. They didn't know their bylaws, but this guy came in, and of course that's there. It takes a white man to find out the fine print. Very racist, once again. Exactly. So what about the lysergic acid
1: diethylamine that he gives to Shanto, whatever, uh, Satoshi?
0: Satoshi Takamashi? Yeah.
1: What, 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 is it, what is that that he gives them? Nothing. Th- it's fake. It doesn't exist. Tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah. No, it is. Uh, the, uh, what is it? Is it I, I can't pronounce it, it. I don't know. I dropped out of medical school. Right. So. What, what it is is it's actually a, a solvent. I think it was used for um, dry cleaning fluid. For dry cleaning. Yeah. And That's the, also very racist. It's very safe. See, so give the dry cleaning fluid to
0: an, an Asian. Asian
1: guy. All right. Connect the dots. Oh. Wake up, America.
0: So the other thing that. Well, that I remember, I guess, as a kid, is, is this was a film. But I'm waiting for you to get to the, what do you remember as a kid? Yeah, yeah. as a kid, what I remember was Bush. It okay. had Bush.
2: We've got Bush. Oh, hell, <laughs> pie.
0: And I remember thinking, this has a ton of nudity. And I was struck by the fact that there's really very little nudity in this film. No, there isn't a lot of nudity in this film.
3: In fact, I think the reason this film was successful is because it does full frontal nudity. That's all that that was the main reason behind the success because that's when I was when this film came out. That's all I heard about this film is they actually they actually show it in this film.
2: Yeah, yeah. but you were like 12 when that came out, dude. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you were just waiting to rub another one off. Right. So if someone's going to give you
0: something to do it to, right. Well, I think the characters are pretty good in the film. Yeah, I don't think that I I do agree with you that that was what made that was kind of the what made this film famous. Porky's uh, did the same thing. They did. No, por- well yeah, before that. No, a few years before that. But. For longer and more nudity. Yeah, and Porky's was, was a big hit out of it. I mean, but this Basic is a,
3: Instinct did it later,
0: and, and that was a big hit. And, but this is a better film and than Porky's. And Porky's is terrible compared yes. to this, yeah.
3: This is a better film
0: than Porky's. <laughs> they're both bad films, but this is a better film than Porky's. Well, I disagree this is a bad film, but it is better than por- it, it's better than Porky's, and I agree that's why this was so... It's No Fish Called movie. Wanda. <laughs> That's why this was so. This was popular, I'm sure, for the time. But it's a. It's barely a glimpse. I mean he he goes to. I want Bush. Pan down. Oh yeah, it's very very it's, short. And it's through a uh, basically a filter. It's it's projected on a screen. They're showing oh. the screen that they're watching. You can't even feel or smell the hair. <laughs> so that's what we're talking
1: about: is pubic hair.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's If you remake it today it wouldn't even be in Back her. in the back in the 80s girls used to Grow out their pubic region right. Where we, there was hair and they wouldn't shave it or wax it I know it's disgusting however, however for 84 I'd have to say that it was very Manicured Hmm. I don't know I didn't see a lot of bush in 84 I was like 8 <laughs> yeah. uh, But there's also There's a lot of uh, crimes being committed Throughout this film And some pretty serious ones Lots Hate crime we'll against say, gay people all right, yeah. let's
2: go. Let's go <laughs> easy forgot one. forgot Lamar is
0: gay. Oh, Lamar! Wait, Lamar Latrell Lamar is gay. Yeah, Lamar Latrell. <laughs> but they're not targeting him for being gay.
1: No.
2: Uh, yes, they are. That's why he's a nerd. I think oh, yeah. That's why he's that. there.
3: That's yeah. he's odd. Therefore, he goes to the
0: nerd category.
2: Yeah, he's the only one with a date, but it's with a guy.
0: He's a GERD. But he uh, the, and the actor there, Larry B. Scott, I think his name is. He he goes. He was very good in Star Trek. I full guess, gay, ninth generation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on Reading Rainbow, he goes full gay. <laughs> and then he wears that like a uh, scrunchy thing across. The
0: well, table. I guess he had to over. He said he really tried to overcompensate after this film because everyone thought people thought he really was gay. Oh, he did it that well. So he went and did the super gay Iron Eagle. Very gay. He's trying to butch it up. He also got beat up in Karate Kid. But there. Recording these girls and broadcasting it to at least themselves, and then they start profiting by it by taking pictures and selling it to the pies. That's pretty a- serious. Except stuff. Lamar. He wanted to videotape the Alpha Beta
1: house. <laughs> well, you've got to back up a little bit. It's illegal before that, isn't it? I mean, let's go... If we're talking about crimes these guys have done, what's... Breaking and entering, yeah. Yeah.
0: And the burglaries in order to... What did they call it? Some panty raid? Panty what, raid. What that? Apparently, you... Go and steal girls' panties. We usually call that burglary with sexual motivation.
1: Yeah.
0: But I like where afterwards, Poindexter has just a pair of the panties in his lap as they're watching it. It's pretty dirty. That is dirty.
1: <laughs> so they get the video footage. So that's against the law. And then they cut out the photos and they, and they sell them for charity. What is the charity? Let's hope it's not it's to victims the victims of
0: surreptitious recording. <laughs> for God's sakes. And then right into that, you lead with um rape full on rape with
2: Lewis yeah Lewis is a nice guy he goes and rapes Betty Childs who apparently Stan never went down on because that's the only thing Stan really does to Betty and she says wow that is I mean Stan
1: never does that
0: you mean, which Lewis which, never which does. you would
1: accept from one of the lambdas right
0: right the only thing he does he goes clam diving and she's in she's like oh yeah i want to i love you now cuz you went down on me in the fun house. yeah that is not
2: closed off and Obviously, the kids can't go into the moon room anymore.
1: Did they stop Did they stop selling tickets? How did she get in there? It was vacant. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting.
2: I don't know, but I feel sorry for the kid who goes in there after they're done and slips and falls on yeah, that one went surface. from a
1: moon landing to a slip and slide. <laughs> the
2: Where's moon room's kid? pretty cool. It just smells like boot
1: camp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <a> pie. <laughs> hey, now, but before that, is that against the law to, to dress up as a fictional character and
2: kind of lingus? in some states
1: oh, okay hey well we're on that not to go off on a tangent or nerd out again but i thought that was a pretty creative shot through the darth vader mask it took me back to halloween you know when michael myers is looking through that very eerie which is same time frame
2: except a little better because instead of stabbing people with a knife he's doing it with his penis
1: hey
0: exactly yeah i don't think there was any he wasn't doing anything with penis. he used mouth only in this thing he I stayed thought, No, no, no I
1: think we had intercourse.
0: I think they. I think they had intercourse. I'm voting no, intercourse. I don't yeah. think so. I
3: would vote intercourse too. Oh, you why wouldn't you, you think, you, think that?
2: Why wouldn't you think that? Because Lewis is a smart guy. He has the girl of his dreams, who, by the way, treats him like throughout the entire movie. But he has a chance to yeah, violate. That's why I say She'd... He is going to violate her. I'm. I'm thinking they had anal sex as
1: well. Oh my lord. Yeah, but he cares for her.
0: He's right. Alive. No, but she. They only show him go down, and they cut away, and then he comes right back up. So that he's never face-to-face with I'd like her. to defer to Patrick on that. Which day. would preclude him from being able to penetrate her. We need a judgment. Yeah. No, after she
3: finds out who he is and she accepts him, that's, when oh. they that's okay, what they're going to Okay, so I'm with you It's off man. camera.
0: Right, so after so she realizes who he's in, so it's only... All right, so they wait, have wait, sex wait. after she finds out who it is. And that's why they try to make it sound like it's rape, because they don't realize that... Uh, well, it's the 80s. Women like to be raped in the 80s. Right. If you rape a woman in the 80s, she falls she in she love enjoys with it, she falls in love right. with you. And in this case, there's no reason for her to like him other than that reason. There's no other guy out there that will do that to her. Apparently not, because she is now in love with this guy. And she's a complete, total bitch, bitch, up to this point.
3: Bitch, bitch.
0: And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with the, the nerd guy. He might go out down on me again. She stole pigs from a local farmer and brought them to Lewis's party. Yeah. She's a bitch. Yeah, she was not a nice person. And this does not all of a sudden create a nice person. And she's the first one to come out and run out to Gilbert and Lewis when they're having their little speech. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been put down on.
3: No, you haven't. What What are you saying? There's no character development for right. her? Or, right. Yeah, she's one of the first ones to run down this.
2: because she's mm-hmm. been called a nerd. Right, Betty? When have you been called a nerd, you bitch? <laughs> Another thing is that the Omega Moos actually had an infiltrator into the pie house.
1: Right. How did she when uh, when they're going to get all the panties? Yeah, how did tons of fun hot, end up in, in there? Thirty year old women running through half naked, and then they've got this behemoth of a woman. <laughs> and Booger says,
0: "Step aside, Mama. I want to see some of that muff. Have
1: oh, pie, have pie." Oh. This this <laughs> was the pie who just got really hungry. <laughs> and, and she should be the is, top of the pyramid. And the weird thing is, is that she was age appropriate for the older women she wasn't like a house mom or something like that she was just a big frow that was there the
0: other thing i found i thought interesting is they're on probation and then they basically put liquid heat in the guy's jocks and so they're burned and they so the guys get burned right the alphabet get burned and they call up UN and say look we put liquid heat in their jocks that's pretty cool and he's like you're in you are a tri lamb. forget everything else don't get mad
1: get, get even. even no don't get mad scald genitals and rape
0: people right don't work in the system just be that's be, that is the mischievous answer to, that is
1: the answer to why why u.n accepted him because it's street and although u.n is polished and very don cornelius looking he's street that's why he
3: accepted him he embraced them into try to the club yeah so, once again, no character development? Is that what you're
0: probably... <laughs> no character development? Maybe. I'm, tr- I'm trying
3: to understand your point. I said this is not a good film, and you, you defended it, and now you're sitting
0: here and attacking it for... Look, there's a lot that doesn't make sense, but the film's pretty funny. I mean, there they are... The characters are funny. The lines are funny. They're not very smart nerds. They thought the pies were actually going to come to their party. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Well, they were naive nerds. And Gilbert, or Lewis... Which one? Carradine. Lewis. Oh, the Chinaman. Yeah. He always thinks... No, wait. His dad was the Chinaman. No, his older brother. <laughs> his, his Kung Fu. Right. Who's dead. Right. His. Rest, in, rest in peace, masturbator.
2: <laughs> he didn't die from masturbating.
0: He died from choking
2: himself while masturbating.
0: Right. But the need to masturbate, the need to get off led him to choking himself. So, I mean, it was all kind of chicken and egg thing. Was it the masturbation? Was it the choking? I'd like Yeah, to did someone like
2: choke him? And then he'd say, you know what? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. I like being choked, but you know what would feel really good? Is it jack me off while, wow. while it's happening? Or okay. was it masturbating and then said, you know what would really feel good? Choking. Right.
3: That's a good question. Yeah. Ask the NXS guy. So, Patrick, you don't like this film at all? Um, no, I, I just, I used, I loved it when I was a kid, but. Because of the nudity? Uh, probably a lot of it. That's probably why. And uh, I was really surprised at how funny I.
2: He had to take it off as well. He had it framed in his living room
3: <laughs> for masturbatory reasons yes. only. Um, I had not, yeah, you know, I had not seen it in probably fifteen years, and I remember it more fondly than actually when I watched it. And I went, "This isn't nearly as funny as I thought it was." I mean, the only thing I can equate it to is that I thought it was funny. It was a, a big, you know, you know, big film, very popular. Um, However, I was a teenager. I had my own sexual experiences, and now it's not funny anymore. It's I moved beyond that. (laughs) I got to have some
2: of his sexual experiences.
1: (laughs) How iconic was this movie? I mean, where did where did it register? Did it was it like a blip?
3: It registered in his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Penis jokes. I mean, it was it was the sixteenth highest grossing film of the year. It made about forty one million dollars. So it wasn't it was it was a legitimate hit. Well, Bush sells. We're overanalyzing analyzing a f Revenge of the Nerds. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what does it say? I, I want man, man. I want <laughs> Bush. Yeah, and that, that that's what I think it says. In the nineteen in nineteen eighty four, this film was probably as big a hit as it was because it was a film that dared to do what other films
0: so did. So why do you think other comedies didn't didn't follow suit and didn't show didn't even really push the envelope as much? Well like what?
2: Well, I think they did. I think there was a lot of 1980s kind of sex comedies, hard bodies. Yeah, and and one they don't want to get that huge mega R rating. And if you show a lot of full frontal, you're going to get an X or an
0: NC-17, which is the death nail. And, and I and thought it was interesting Revenge of the Nerds 2 backs off and it's PG-13, no nudity whatsoever. Well, because and they, it bombs. They
3: want yeah, and they want to bring in the audience who saw it all on video and to come in and just to go to the sequel and, it, and it, it didn't do well but it didn't do terrible I mean it's 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 not a good film was that
1: the uh, one with Courtney Thorne Smith
0: yeah
3: well you don't need to show boobs if you,
1: she wasn't a bikini
3: in that one I recall
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of bikini they would go to spring break I think well, yeah that's spring break you, in Fort Lauderdale and that's why you don't have the boobs
1: it's the, t- the boob tease they broke the mold I, you know Porky's came out before right? <clears throat> yeah Porky's right, came uh, out a couple Porky's years had ago. come out tugging on a guy's penis through a, a, a drain pipe was the end all be all of like R- racy comedy pee humor yeah, well they,
0: you know and they hot. did hmm? that sounds hot and they actually hot. if you think about it they did it, is. it was just another manifestation of the porkies scene right instead of a eyeball through uh, into the I mean, shower unless Lamar's in the shower <laughs> right he'd be tugging voyeurism you go to is always the, funny I don't care right voyeurism do. is always funny this way you go high tech you have the, the high school kids who don't have the equipment now you go to, go to a computer college with the computer geeks they have the equipment to broadcast it so Maybe it wasn't that novel. It was just a rip-off of uh, Porky's manifested differently.
1: Interesting that they would go low-tech and move to rape because you think they'd be much more sophisticated in their revenge. Rape is only one of a few things that they do, but they go low-tech versus the camera equipment is high-tech. Rape, low-tech. Very low-tech. But they're smart enough to know that if you take down childs, you take down the beast. Exactly. You just sever the serpent's head. (laughs) Right. Let's talk about the nerd girl. Judy? Judy. Judy. Gilbert's girlfriend? I had a thing for Judy when I was a kid. I think, think I think Judy's good looking. No, Judy yeah, they just threw looking. some glasses on her and said she's a nerd.
2: Not bad looking, good looking.
3: What, did you guys see... The what else was she in? Real Genius. She was in, she was in Real Genius? Valley she's Girl.
2: the fast talker in Real she's Genius. She's the fast
3: talker in Real Genius? I didn't
1: even notice that. Yeah. She was in Valley Girl. What else was she in? My dreams. <laughs> Swedish erotica number 24. Well, Where the, is she now? She, I don't know where geographically. I, I took her GPS tracker off her car a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, is that by court order? I read this thing. I can't discuss it right now. It's still in litigation. But she uh, became a Zen Buddhist. She lives with her husband and her other Zen Buddhist children. Uh, I can't remember where, but she was featured on some show on on cable, like uh, what's the women's channel? Lifetime? Bush? I mean I, <laughs> a Lifetime channel. And um, yeah, so she's she left Hollywood. I
3: read she where now
0: playing the accordion. So you say you want to be free. Yeah, I read where the so other. So you actresses, say you want to be me. Uh, the other actresses I'm they saying. considered for it were Jamie Gertz,
3: Joan Cusack, and Sarah Jessica uh, Parker. And I'm going as Judy. The two, yeah, Sarah Jessica, two? Jessica Parker she, works because she's kind of the square pegs. The yeah, nerd square pegs was right before this. Yeah, but you so. know
1: what she said in her reply when they asked her to do the movie? She said, <laughs> 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 "I wish is no." I wish she would have said that at Footloose. <laughs> Who wasn't... Was it Jamie... G- no. Anyway. Uh, sorry, Richard. Back to what you were saying. Uh, hot, hot, not hot. The three ladies you just named. Okay. Is
3: Joan Cusack hot in that? Because I would consider Joan Wait, Cusack. wait,
2: wait. Joan Cusack. Neck brace or no neck brace? Uh, this is around the time of neck brace. So hot. Look.
3: Neck brace is hot. <laughs> it's
0: Any, something to hold on to. Neck braces are hot. <laughs> you can hang her from stuff. So Patrick... Patrick doesn't like it. So you're... you're Patrick, you liked it as a no. I liked it a lot when
3: I was a as kid. a kid, and, and I I was surprised at how much I didn't think it was as funny, and I didn't think it really st- st- I, it, it looked. It was a very dated film. It looked very much out of the nineteen eighties, and uh, it, it, I would think if they, if they went to remake it, and I actually think this is a film that they could remake and do pretty well if they spent some time on it. That it is not so much a beloved classic. We
0: got lips. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. got lips.
3: We have vulva.
0: I'm sick of all these boobs. I want some clam. (laughs) Pink taco.
3: Yeah, this is one I'm surprised they didn't remake. Wizard sleeves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually... I hate to do this, but I agree with Patrick. I loved it as a kid. Loved it as a kid. And I did think it was funny when I watched it again, and there were a number of one-liners that I I liked, but... uh, I don't think it stands the test of time. I think they should remake it, and I think they could remake it, clean up some of these parts, because I do like the characters, and I like the nerds. Better than A Fish Called Wanda? It's not. It's not, <laughs> and it's in your top
2: five.
0: I know, I am changing it out. It's not going to be in my top five after this. i got to swap that out for Matt, wrong again. Hey, we can't watch Rad. That's all I know, because if that ends up not being <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time, I don't. I don't think I can go on. Sacrilege. You, ch- you take that down, we're done.
2: I really hate to do this, but I do agree with Patrick. Um, I did like it as a kid. It was one of those HBO films. When it came on, I watched it, and it was on HBO a lot. Watching it this last time, I do agree with both of you that I don't think it was funny as I remembered. The, the nudity is how I remembered it, but again, that's etched in my mind, so I don't really have to watch the film to see those shots anymore.
3: Now, you and now, and now, now the
2: Internet exists, so. You
3: own it, too, as well, right? No, I don't own this one. Oh, I thought you owned this one.
2: No, it it just plays in my head. Okay.
1: Sancho, uh, I'm going to go with uh, liked it as a kid. I'm indifferent to it now. I I didn't think it was that great. I think the the takeaways that were the best from it were the clap your hands, everybody, or the techno portion prior to that. Uh, And that stuff gets stuck in your head. Yeah, Yeah. you can't get rid of it. So would we call this iconoclastic? Sure. That's deep. So it
0: is a social commentary. It can be. Everything can be. So yeah, you know, when I went to school, the, the frat boys—they were the guys that were in the fraternities—were kind of the douchebags who. That's because
2: we saw Revenge of the Nerds, and we know we don't want uh, to be like the betas. See, yeah, like that. It has char- This
0: has changed the culture and how fraternities are perceived. It's why I'm not gay. It tells us many important things. Asian people
1: can't speak. Black people are gay. <laughs> Or menacing. Or
0: menacingly gay. If they're not gay, they are menacing. And nerds rape people. <laughs> well, nerds and masturbators across the world should cry today because Lunchtime Movie Review is coming negative on the uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for us. Check, us, check out the webpage. And check us out on Facebook, Lunchtime Movie Review. Sayonara. We gotta get out of here right now, and you all are invited.
3: This podcast is not endorsed by 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Revenge of the Nerds, all names and sounds of Revenge of the Nerds characters, and any other Revenge of the Nerds related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment or the respective trademark and or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is intellectual property of Lunchtime Movie Review, Movie House Memories, and Fuzzy Bunny Slippers Entertainment, LLC, unless otherwise noted.